Welcome to Solutions for Higher Education, a podcast by Scott L. Wyatt, President of Southern Utah University in Cedar City, Utah. To subscribe to this podcast, please visit www.suu.edu forward slash President's Podcast, where you will find both the audio and a written transcript for today's podcast. Hi again, everyone, and welcome to Solutions for Higher Education, a podcast featuring Scott L. Wyatt, the president of Southern Utah University in Cedar City, Utah. I'm your host, Steve Meredith, and I'm joined in studio today, as I always am, by President Wyatt. Scott, good afternoon. How are you? Terrific. Thanks, Steve. It's a beautiful May day as we are recording this. Um, it's uh, yep. We're still kind of in the midst of... Uh, COVID-19 social distancing, and we're hoping that all of our listeners are safe and sound. And the good news is that the the country seems to be opening up just a little bit as we are recording this. We certainly hope that that's done safely and and uh, uh, with sound science behind it, and that and that there aren't any big spikes or anything else. Mostly, we just hope everybody's well. Yep, that's right, and it's. It, for some reason, when the day's warm and the sun shines, it just feels like things are getting better regardless. <laughs> that's right. Uh, you're absolutely right. I think that's I, – I think um, as, I, as I look at people's reaction to this, there seems to be just a little bit less desperation right now just because the weather seems to be so nice, really in almost the entire country. Yeah. That makes a big difference. Well, it's summer. That's right. And that and, means no more serious talk. That's right. <laughs> it's We're just – and, and um, we're doing our book club, the summer book club, and um, – Year three, I this think. This is the year three. Yeah, year three of our summer book club. Well, and it's a good time to be reading books. So um, I, people are always asking us, what are we doing with our time? And the answer is usually – we're actually working harder than working like than, a dog than we were last summer because <laughs> because everything has changed so much and there's a lot to do on campus um, even though it seems quiet but a lot of people have a little extra uh, time and so maybe this is even a better year uh, for the book club. That's right. And we've put together an interesting collection of books that we hope are all relevant to the time that we're in and some of the books are new, some are old. Um, some are really deeply thoughtful and some are just fun. Uh, but um, we, th- we think that it's going to be a good group of books. And they're all from kind of a different genre. Yeah, for sure. And, and with the exception of one book, we are going to be able to actually talk with the author of that book, which is a new, a new thing for us. Yeah, we had a couple. But, yeah, that's right. But this time it's all of them except for the one that the author's no longer living. Yeah. And that's the one we're going to start with, I think. Um, so the book for May, uh, if you're listening to this when we release this, it's the week of May 11th when this uh, podcast will be released. And we are going to have our very first book, which is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. This is a goodie, but an oldie. It is. No, I said that backwards. Right. We knew, we knew what you meant. 
But anytime that things are a little bit unsettling and um, worry in the air, this is a great book to go back to. Um, and we're going to be joined in our discussion about this book on May 26th by a member of our psychology department. And so we'll talk about Man's Search for Meaning. And and for those that haven't read it, I, I think it was a very widely read book for uh, certainly when I was in college. And um, as you suggest, a, a great thing to go back to, uh, particularly when times are difficult. But for those that haven't read it, Dr. Frankel was a psychiatrist and a neurologist who survived an almost unspeakable uh, set of horrors during the Holocaust as a, uh, as a survivor of a number of Holocaust camps and, um, and yet didn't lose his, <laughs> didn't lose the meaning of his life. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, it's, it's a, a thoughtful, uh, interesting, uplifting read. Yeah, and I've, like you, Steve, I think we've both read this book more than once and right. looking forward to reading it again. Me too, yeah. So that's book number one. Get that read by May 26th if you care to join us with that book. That's great. And we'll have a fun um, discussion about Man's Search for Me. Um, second book. So we're the University of the Parks. And uh, that means that we've, we're smack dab in the middle of all these national parks, and we have a pretty good outdoor component uh, to our university. And um, we don't have any oceans nearby. No, we don't. But as we were thinking about what would be the ultimate social distancing experience <laughs> book, this one uh, comes to us. It's called, and it's a new book, and it's called The Pacific Alone, written by Dave Shively, and it's the story of Ed Gillette, who attempts to ride his paddle, his kayak, from Monterey, California to Hawaii. A kayak. A kayak. So kneeling down, more or less, or sitting down well, the whole time. Well, yeah, sitting. Yeah. Canoes you can lean, but kayaks you're st stuck in this yeah. little teeny thing that looks like a Ziploc baggie. No kidding. Wow. <laughs> so it's a um, very fun, interesting little story, but it it uh, social distancing. So that's our attempt at finding something that's connected to social distance. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny how phrases enter our lexicon and become just, yeah, who would have ever imagined we would have been saying the words social distancing and everybody would know what it means and say it 10 times a day. And it's never going to leave. Never going to go away again. Yeah. Yep. So um, we're not going to tell you if um, Gillette makes it or not or how he makes it if he does. Or how one would sleep in yeah. a kayak. I mean, you can lay down in a rowboat. Yeah. And people have done a rowboat across the Pacific. But, but this is the, um, uh, hypothetically speaking, the only successful kayak journey across the Pacific. Assume, assuming he makes you makes it, because we're book. not going to let you know if That's he does right. or not. That, <laughs> as, we've, as we've been 
researching these books, this one seems like the kind of thing that if you were a nautical person, you personally, this seems like the kind of crazy thing you would actually try. Yeah, and and no GPS. <laughs> right. So he's going by the stars and right. the sun, and I think the first two weeks uh, it was overcast, and so there wasn't uh, stars or sun, and uh, I think he had a GPS tracker of some sort, so his wife could know where he was, and I think mm. that within the first two weeks that failed. So they might have uh, been worried about him <laughs> more than more than you would otherwise be worried about somebody. There you go. Anyway. Wow. So that's book two. That's book two. And we're going to uh, air that on June 29. The Pacific Alone by David Shively, the story of Ed Gillette on June 29th. Okay. And no summer reading club during this pandemic would be complete without uh, reading about the Spanish flu, 1918 and 1919. So the, sec- the third book will be The Great Influenza by John Barry. This is a, um, not the newest book on this influenza, but I think the best book. And it was a book uh, actually first given to me by our public health director here in southwest Utah. Who has been a guest on this show, actually, oh. before, Dr. Dave Blodgett. Yeah, and um, I think that... Um, this will be a really uh, interesting book for us to read and to f- draw the contrast and comparisons from what happened um, just a little over 100 years ago. Um, we won't talk too much about um, that today, but, but in Cedar City in 1918, everybody was wearing masks and you could get a ticket for not wearing one and pay a fine or go to prison. It was a criminal offense. So I've had a lot of people, Steve, say to me, um, you know, there's too much um, loss of freedom during this pandemic. And uh, it's going to start something that we'll never get out of. We're going to lose all this freedom forever. And the reality is is that we lost a lot more freedom during the great influenza of 1918. Yeah, we were were closed down as a university and sent everybody home and running triage out of some buildings. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that'll be a terrific um, read and discussion. So that's John M. Barry, The Great Influenza. That will drop on Monday, July 27th. By the way, um, so you mentioned now over 100 years ago, but but my grandparents on my mother's side were leaving high school, going into their young adulthood during that time. I I think my grandfather missed the... Uh, whatever draft there was or whatever World War I requirement there was because he was just a little bit too young. But they both knew. I remember hearing stories from them as a kid. They both had family and friends that died of that influenza. And so it seems like a long time ago, and it seems very far (laughs) away. But for me, it's people that I actually knew and heard stories from. And even during our lifetime, you know, we've had polio epidemics and other things. They they probably have not. The reaction has probably not been as uh, as significant as the reaction worldwide to this particular pandemic. But uh, anyway, I guess what I'm trying to say is this isn't the first time, and probably not the last time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, so we've we've uh, we've been trying to pick books out of different genres that all have a theme for this summer. And our first book, psychology. 
Um, and the um, second book is social. more of a an adventure right. book. An adventure in social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> Outdoor adventure, social distancing. The third book is kind of a science medical book related directly. And uh, the last book wanted something that uh, related to Western history in our region. And so, but because um, COVID-19 came out of China, we're, we're going to merge a little Chinese history and Western American history, the Old West. Yeah. And we've got a very fun book. I've actually met this author, um, delightful person, Chris Corbett. Um, and the book's called The Poker Bride. So this is the story of a young Chinese woman whose family was starving and they sold her into sex slavery, essentially. Correct? That's right. And, they, and it's, it's hard for us to understand how parents could do that, but it's, it's, um, it's, we've also never lived when there wasn't enough food right. for your family and you had to make a decision. So that's part of the interesting piece of the book is this um, this girl that was sold. And she ends up uh, being brought to America, San Francisco. Right. During 1849. The gold rush. She ends up um, finding herself with this, this uh, guy in uh, Idaho where he lost her in a poker match, hence the poker bride. And it tells her story and... It's really a fascinating story about um, you can you could describe this in a variety of ways, but but I'm going to describe it as the Chinese's contribution to the settlement of the West, and which is enormous and significant yeah. and, and underappreciated for sure. We'll get a piece of American Western history and a piece of Chinese culture, and and we're going to learn something about this uh, the resilience. Um, of this incredible woman. So that is The Poker Bride by Christopher Corbett, and that will drop on Monday, August 31st, and that will be our last book of the series. There's only a billion books out there, and we had to choose four. <laughs> I, I don't know if our listeners know how, how much we agonize over this stuff. I mean, we, we agonize over all these things, and, yeah. we, and we put them together with a, a fair amount of thought and research, but but even though this one's just for fun, we, you and I have spent a fair amount of time talking about what this should be. <laughs> we really have. Yeah. And we're delighted that, um, that the three authors will be with us to talk about this. Yeah, that will give it a real relevance and presence. Yeah, they'll be in a, an appropriate social distance away via phone. By phone, right. <laughs> anyway, join us. We're excited to jump into these four books Spread them out over the summer. Have a terrific time. You've been listening to Solutions for Higher Education, a podcast featuring Scott L. Wyatt, the president of Southern Utah University in Cedar City, Utah. We hope you're able to join us for our summer 2020 book club. We look forward to getting any feedback from you. We're always interested in hearing from our listeners. Please stay safe. We'll be back again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Solutions for Higher Education. To subscribe to this podcast, 
please visit www.suu.edu forward slash President's Podcast, where you will find both the audio and a written transcript of today's podcast. The original music for this podcast was composed by Jack Barton, a master's degree student in music technology at SUU. For more information about Southern Utah University, please visit www.suu.edu.